0: Crackdown man, a witch woman, a guy can send himself a fire. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna you. quit. I'm right. <laughs> doing my resignation. Bro, and you're a better toilet <laughs> fixer than maybe we know
1: Welcome to the JR Talk Show. I am one of your hosts, Robert Burry, joined as always by, I don't know, I didn't have anything for anyone this week. It's me, John. John John and Rowan. Hello! (laughs) Um, Each week we get together to talk about movies, entertainment, and everything we love about it. Um, As always, we're on a bunch of different services for you guys if you want to listen to us. Uh, We're on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Um, You can go to our Facebook page, find us on there. Um, uh, <laughs> just search JR Talk Show on any of those services and you can find us Um, and you can also find us on hammerbarrel.com if you go to those sites give us a likes, comment subscribe so we always appreciate it time to jump into the news 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 news, 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 news. news. Uh, the first news story is kind of a follow up and like a confirmation of a story we've talked about the past couple weeks is Disney is now the most powerful movie studio of all time bum, bum, bum. thanks to a 52.4 billion Billion-dollar acquisition of News Corp, 21st Century Fox, film assets. Disney is now the most powerful movie studio that has ever existed. Terrifying and amazing at the same time. Yeah, it's such a weird, like bittersweet of like the idea of like, yeah, we want an open market where people like aren't controlled by like one company, but I want the X Men
0: and the Marvel movies, (laughs) (laughs) guys. I'm willing to make sacrifices here.
2: As you know now we'll get the, <laughs> the Xenomorph queen as the Disney princess, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's such
1: a yeah because they get you know the Predator series, uh, they get the Alien Avatar. series, Avatar like those are like the other ones obviously outside of X Men, Deadpool stuff like that that uh, you know was pretty obvious. They have the rights to the old
2: uh, Disney uh, Star Wars films now. Like there's some there's still rights that Fox owned from Star Wars mm. that now they own. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <funny. laughs> cover, <their> yeah, <laughs> cover all their bases. That's funny. <laughs> well,
1: and they own um Family Guy and The Simpsons as well. Yep. Which yeah, is pretty all that crazy. Fox Network stuff. I just I can imagine just with those two shows in syndication alone, they'll make that fifty-two billion back within a couple of years.
0: Well kind like, of thing. I mean, Just how
1: much they'd be making off of those shows. Well,
0: considering now that they it seems like they're gonna turn Hulu into their uh, stream yeah, yeah, right yeah, or that, like they're just gonna leave it is as it is or yeah really? that's that's yeah.
1: kind of well because now they own the biggest stake in Hulu they own a twenty eight percent stake in Hulu so they're now. keeping Hulu around even though they're opening up their own so they haven't streaming. said anything about that yet weird and it's one of those things where they could do that and then slowly wean either Hulu out of existence <laughs> or you know what's nice about that is they've basically bought an infrastructure that has streaming capabilities that they might not have already had right so they basically can use part of their servers or part of their load to support their service but i'm assuming we'll see some bundle deal yeah where maybe if you you know because you can on hulu subscribe to like showtime or whatever you might be able to get a deal on the disney service if you go through them as well
0: hmm. Hmm. it's just crazy because like when we originally talked about like the disney streaming service so like oh great like i can watch you know those old mickey mouse cartoons on the cartoons but like oh hey Maybe I feel like watching The Simpsons in its entirety, like right. in the, like right. its month long entirety, right now instead. It's like that's, <laughs> I'm,
2: yeah. I mean, it's so weird. I mean, like not to even mention the fact that now the, the amount of money they spent on it is now like in the pocket pocket of Fox News, which I don't even want to even touch on that that wow. right <laughs> element there. Yeah. But just like, it's scary because in a in a period of time where we don't have a lot of new IPs. Being supported, like it doesn't seem to show to us that we're gonna see anything new coming out of the most
1: powerful,
0: yeah. And that's, yeah, you're right, that's pretty terrifying, considering Certainly, right. like they cut out a lot of original content after the failure of Tron Legacy and uh, Tomorrowland, yeah. And so, it's oh, like, and
1: then uh, the, the one with uh, the banditos in the west, what was that?
0: Banditos in the west, <laughs> it's it's got, Lone it, Ranger, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: I, I mean, mean, as much as that's original content, but yeah, I mean, like, there's <laughs> they they're just gonna keep pumping out the the things that are working right now, which is you know Marvel, Star Wars, remakes uh, of Disney films, remakes of Disney films, like
1: it's also crazy because they bought Blue Sky, which is their like major Really? They acquired Blue Sky too? Yeah, Whoa. which they did all the Ice Age and then <laughs> the
0: Ferdinand movie, which did so well this last weekend. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they bought Blue
0: Sky as well. <laughs> there, was, there was like an article saying like, like Star Wars came out this uh, this week, and here are the other films that had the hubris to even try to come out this week. Too. Like, just,
2: that's <laughs> I'm wondering who decided to execute Ferdinand. <laughs> like, who was the one that was like, here, we got this movie that's uh, about a bull in it. Talks a little bit about Hispanic culture. Um, we're going to release that after Coco. And uh, we're going to then on release the it day on the day, the, the day of the Star Wars. Yeah, I think
1: that like the week before or the week after would have been safer. Even the week after is still like, no one's going to go see that movie. But yeah, it's like
2: know. someone just looked at Fernan and it was just
0: like, I'm going to kill you. Okay.
2: <laughs> this is the bullet that I'm using. Look at it.
0: I think it's with, like, granted, we've seen studios disappear and stuff like that. I feel like it's going to be a real shame because I'm not going to hear the... Yeah, it'll be interesting if they get rid of that. It's like, man, like one of the biggest. If they keep
1: it, like, because they can, they you know, there's another article we're going to talk about in a second, but like, if they could still keep that and that could still be. Yeah, a sub. Because that's, I mean, you like, they own Lucasfilm and you still get, you know, the Lucasfilm logo. Sure. At the beginning, you still get. I mean, Pixar still gets a logo. Yeah, yeah, like. And but you know, it,
2: big Disney it's just, it, it, in front of that. It provides the illusion that there isn't a monopoly. Yeah, for sure, but right? there totally yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, there's all these companies. We yeah, don't look take, at all these companies We don't they take own. everything
1: off the top.
2: Like, <laughs> what are you talking yeah, right. about?
1: Yeah. Um, Going along with that, um, there was another article where it's Disney-Fox deal could see up to 10,000 jobs cut. Oh, man, really? Yeah, just basically because of the crossover of, like, uh, you know, like within marketing, within different, you know... Uh,
0: just merging branches yeah, and all that. exactly. Wow. Yeah. Holy
2: um, crap. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, just... Uh, <laughs> oh,
2: jeez. Like... And a lot of that's going to be post-production services, too, I think. Probably. Yeah, like be, animators yeah. and uh, visual effects artists and things like that. And those people already get the fucking short end of the stick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the aftermath should be really interesting... People yeah, behind the scenes stuff. yeah
1: it, it makes sense there's gonna be you know a significant amount of crossover with two studios you know coming together when you know especially in like i would even see seeing senior leadership people being moved to something else or fired right um because you would assume that disney's already gonna have people in place for certain positions right I'm I'm really curious to
2: see what Netflix has to pull out <laughs> next year.
1: Right? Like, that puts them in a crazy spot. Like, Netflix has been sort of top dog for a while now, just
2: like is causing a huge damage on studios. And that's been really interesting to see how the studios have responded and most for the most part f- failing to respond to. Yep. Right? So now that one studio has decided to, you know, Forge a ring in secrecy that has betrayed them all, <laughs> <laughs> and, right. and will rule them all as it forces. Like, is is Netflix going to become our last alliance to stand against
0: the tyranny that is? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's like like, it's like just being Sauron. Big, big <laughs> Hollywood being like the gangsters and like Disney being the Joker. Hey, you, you 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 struck you pushed them. Yeah 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 you choked them out till they till they were backed against the wall and they trusted a the man they didn't quite fully understand. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Right,
2: <laughs> it's just like hey. You know, Netflix has been especially I think this year had a lot of hits and a lot of misses. A lot of misses, misses a lot of
1: misses this year with his original content. And I think that Which is like the first time I feel like in a long time for them too. Yeah. Like, like at least as far as as many misses as they have. So I'm
2: really curious to see what they're gonna do. Like are they going to are they gonna become sort of like the herald of the independent filmmaker and just be like any filmmaker we will represent and try to make your stories in like contrast to the you know the ips that disney which is weird because that's
1: what disney's been doing though like as far as filmmakers have been like hey come and do our do a movie hey come and do a movie like they're getting directors you know like it's not original things but they're pulling you know lesser known or you know medium known directors and pulling them in to do
0: big things right they're scalping those film festivals real hard Yeah. yeah they're filling in that hole that the weinstein company just won't fill in anymore yeah, Wolf. Well, well. <laughs> um, some of the
1: other notable series that Disney now owns: Die Hard, yeah, right, Planet of the Apes, oh. The Kingsman, Ooh. Home Alone. Oh, oh my God, okay. bring bring that franchise back! I say. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. yeah. X Files. <laughs> yeah, those are kind of the main ones. It's just interesting, like so just anything weird. that Fox has touched. Yeah, it's just crazy because you think about like just purely the like how much money they can generate from just these TV shows that they've bought just from the syndication right. of them. You You're know, right. like, and just taking some, you know, like, I mean, Planet of the Apes seems like it's kind of on its, like, it's, its ending. done, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, Avatar has, like, what, seven new movies planned or whatever. <laughs>
0: right. Seven <laughs> new movies and a brand new area of Disneyland that they uh, yeah. are going to re- be releasing soon. So just, which is just crazy. Like, was that, was yeah, that, was a that thing? like was seven? that always a plan? Like, was that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's so weird, because just, like, between Avatar Land and Star Wars
1: Land coming out, like, it's just, it's nuts. Disney's going to be nuts, man. It's going to be nuts. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see what happens then. Speaking of Marvel and the X-Men, former director of X-Men First Class, Matthew Vaughn, was speaking to IGN this week, talking about, um, apparently, uh, Vaughn said, I would, I... I do love the world of DC, and I've been talking to them about um, at the moment about a few things. Huh. He's later quoted as, uh, <laughs> "This is this is my favorite quote of the whole article. Uh, it's more fun getting involved with franchises when they're on the down because then it's easier to make a good film. So if I get a, if I got involved <laughs> with a few of the superhero films out there that have been disappointing, it's gonna be if I do okay, it'll be better. Wow. Which I think is such a just like just. Stabbing aside to the DC
0: ones, but yeah. also at the same time, sure, make a film. <laughs> like I am so ready for someone else to do something. This I I I think it's like yeah, like the logical thing is that he's going to make a film for DC. I like it makes also makes me wonder like is he also going to be their showrunner? Like is he going to be replacing Zack Snyder as like the man with the vision?
2: I mean, also to be fair, like I I would be thoroughly impressed with Zack Snyder to even try to come back, especially oh, between well. the failures and also his personal life right now. It's just like, it just seems like that is such a stressor that he just doesn't need his no, life right now. No, he doesn't
0: need that. And he, he by all by all means, should be done. Like, he, from the DC And, stuff, and I don't like, even mean
2: that as an insult. It's just like, be done, sir. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a hard It seems break.
1: like with them trying to, like, make this, oh, this is the Superman trilogy of the three movies that have come out with the exception of Wonder Woman be, like, that's a way for them to have him be gone. To since, bow out. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting. I'm I'm totally up for it. I love his style. And I think it would fit well with what they kind of set up as what they obviously want the style to be with Justice League. Sure. I think it could be a fun way to do it. And he, he can both do serious and fun at the same time in a way that I think, you know, like Whedon is okay at it. I just don't think he does the action well. He does the fun part really well and like especially like hey let's bring in a bunch of people that you don't know and let's introduce them in a way that's impactful and i think matthew vaughn can do all the things that would make you know like a justice league or multi-hero movie work
2: and to be completely fair josh Wiesen has he hasn't grown no, like he—he's no. still early two thousands.
1: Yeah, he's stunted. He's stunted. I don't feel like he has. You can just watch the Firefly movie, and then you've seen every movie he'll ever
2: make. Yeah, and I mean, just like he's, you know, look at Ultron, <laughs> you know, like there, and look at the last things that he's done recently. It's just like, I feel that it's time to let we didn't lose the nerd flag let someone else rise to the occasion yeah. yeah he had his
1: time he had you know buffy he had yeah like you know, he had dollhouse. He had. he had, had his ones. he
2: had his impacts and you know you can critique those impacts in many different forms or present them in different forms as well but I just don't think he is keeping up with the heartbeat of a modern
1: audience no i think that's fair mm-hmm. um but yeah it'll be interesting I don't I don't see him, like, as a showrunner, but I think... And later he talks about he wouldn't really want to do necessarily, like, Batman. He was, like... He's quoted as saying, there's no point in doing The Dark Knight because it's already been done to perfection. Hell yeah, brother. If I was doing Batman, I'd go, Christ, let's bring out the Adam West version. Because for me, (laughs) I'm not interested in copying somebody else's take on the genre. So it's just interesting. It seems like it'd be fun for him, honestly, to have, like, a side character, you know... Not one of the, you know, the staples of DC of Superman, Wonder Woman or Batman, you know, give him Flash, give him, you know, like a second Flash maybe give him, you know, yeah. a sequel or something or bring in somebody totally side. Like if they did like a, I would be stoked if they did like a Teen Titans or like a Young Justice movie Ooh, with him. That'd be fun. It'd be
2: awesome. Even you yeah. know Lantern Corps, I think you could. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, a, that's what totally, I was thinking. That's what, yeah, he the only totally thing you could do possibly do. One.
1: Like, that'd be awesome. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, goes on with that. That's it for the news this week. There's not, there's a lot of things to talk about, just not a lot of things we want to talk about. <laughs> fair, fair. It's just fair. things, that, things that are uninteresting, at least to us. True. Um, the we're really just going to move into our meat and potatoes right now, which is going to be a very spoiler filled review of the Last Jedi because I don't think there's a lot of ways to talk about it without going to spoilers. Not what at I would all. say, all three of us still would say, go see this movie in theaters. Yeah. It is always worth going to see mm-hmm. in theaters, especially if you are any sort of a fan of Star Wars. You will enjoy some parts of it regardless, and it is a experience that even if you don't like it, is better served in a theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would completely agree with that. And it's one of those, you know, it's one of those very few, you know, it's like the Marvel movies when they have like the big ones. Like this is an event film that is it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing, even though it's biannually now, but <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. oh yeah, which is crazy because the that's the so Han nuts. Solo movie is coming out in May. That's so nuts. I don't. Oh. <laughs> right, that's crazy. Weird. <laughs> um, so let's go around the table. Um, do you have like a would do you have like a number in your head of what you would rate it? Um,
2: sort of. I don't know if I have a number, but I could give a ballpark where yeah. i place it. Because
1: like for me, I'm in like the six and a half to seven and a half range. Wow, out okay. of ten
0: i am similar about a six or seven, definitely not eight, not even close to eight for like on a scale of one to ten, yeah movie fall, yeah, um, I think I've put
2: mine closer to the eight, getting upper eight. I wouldn't go quite as far as a nine on okay. this film, but I'm getting there i I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, okay um
1: i was I was disappointed with this movie, sure overall, um. I would say for me, it felt like it tried to subvert too many expectations and would like, hey, here's what all the fan theories are. Let's go the opposite direction of those. Like, it felt like it was doing that on purpose at points.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: To like, the whole movie was just a red herring. Like, it was just a bunch of like false corners that it was trying to like trick us down. And then it would just give us an unfulfilling answer. Hmm. One of the like, most succinct like reviews I thought of it was someone was saying the first movie brought up a lot of questions, and this movie gave us most of our answers, but they were just bad answers. Is what I felt like for this movie.
0: I agree with that. I uh I also felt very uh I just feel very hollow. I just I feel nothing for the film, like, yeah, like, uh, there are definitely points I definitely can enjoy. It's a good spectacle, um, but at the end of it, I just felt so flat. I just felt it so fu- felt so flat for me. And I was like, it, like, it's, it just, I just felt disappointed.
2: See, it's interesting that you say that because I didn't have that reaction and I went and I did some research and that was what you just described that there was the reaction to Empire Strikes Back when it came out. I, went, oh, yeah. I, I did no, research no, and a, no, lot, no, of, yeah, no, and a sure. lot of people said, like, they were like, a lot of people didn't believe the Darth Vader reveal in Empire Strikes Back and a lot of people like, Okay, but our heroes just failed. Like right. there was, so I feel yeah. Like well, was, that's the whole theme of this movie is failure. Yeah, and like, I and I get that. I really appreciated that theme, and I'll go into detail about that later. But yep. I think for me, you know, as someone who indulges in fan theories, just like I like watching fan videos, I am totally okay with all of those <laughs> theories burning. <laughs> like it's totally fine for me. And this is coming from someone who like. I watched Star. I watched the original series, all three films, once a week when I was a kid in elementary school. Like they were like my sure. bread and butter. Yeah. And I'm kind of okay
1: that this movie sort of just like is like stop thinking about those fucking movies. And I'm okay with. That. I think, but I think the problem is they make you think about it too much, where they bring up things that just were never there before. And mm-hmm. like, sure, you can make up whatever you want, but at this point, we're starting to have so many movies in that we're starting to just like either pull stuff out of the blue that someone should have known about, or we're like, just saying, oh, well, they just didn't talk about it before. And it just becomes cheap, in my mind. You know, it's just like adding... It's You know, it's even the original trilogy. When you look at all their ships, like, why are their ships so much better than they were in the, like, you know? It's just like weird choices, where Mm -hmm. it's like, sure, you can do whatever you want. It's your universe. But you're just starting to make decisions that... (sighs) Just seem to like fit what you want, not what like the universe is. Like, I mean, so the first thing we'll talk about: Leia pulling herself mm-hmm. towards the ship. Sure, whatever she can force pull herself, but like, she should have been dead, right? Like, she was knocked out and in space. Well,
2: scientifically, you can last several minutes in space vacuum without dying.
1: Yeah, but then also, you know, like, wake up <laughs> so, and like wake up and exert yourself, and uh, there's just like it's just weird things. Like, so you, like. It, it's, it, ti- there's a lot of, like, time playing with it. I'm just like, sure, ah, sure, whatever. Like, yeah, technically, you can live a couple minutes out. But it's like, she was knocked out. Like, how long was she? Not- you know, it's just, like, weird. Like, I mean, like, so that scene... And they, make, they make it seem like, because there's several scenes in between that, that time has passed. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot more than just minutes. Because there's, like, a couple of shots in between. It just... There's a lot of... Because, you know, they have the whole, like, 18 hours time right. thing. And that, I think, they just don't really
0: it wasn't well utilized you presented you presented a really cool ticking clock Mm -hmm. but then it didn't matter like 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 at least from like the side stories that happen like i just feel like you know like when they go to the gambling planet Mm -hmm. it's like yeah they need to find the hacker but it's like i don't know how long they've been gone i don't like it doesn't seem like there's like when they they get thrown in the prison cutting it with ray stuff makes it seem like a lot of time has passed with ray and luke
2: i mean i would also point to empire strikes back like how long are they in that asteroid field
1: but they are like sitting there and like they know that they're sitting right, there. Right. But my they question... have given us a clock. Sure. And like the, but because it's they're cutting between so many places. If it was just back and forth, mm-hmm. it's whatever. But it's them running. Like I was just thinking about it, like, you know, the Battlestar Galactic episode, the first one after the, you know, though it's like, like 11 and a half minutes, right. whatever they call it. Like have them do that, have them be jumping around and then keep, you know, chasing them versus it be like this weird slow car chase. You know, like, See, it didn't register to me as a car chase. To me, it registered as a siege. I guess, and but it's so, not the same like, principles, though.
2: It, sure, but it's also like, I mean, the first Star Wars film was knights and armor in space, right? Like princesses, sure. knights, sword fighting in space.
1: This, to me, felt like we are doing a siege in space, right? I guess, but then why could the destroyer catch up to the small cruiser if they're supposed to be faster? It was. I mean, it because was lighter. Up, right. You know, like, but but you know. like, but if we argue that, then
2: like there's so many plot. Like if you want to argue that. And that's that just element, what i mean. like. And that's just what I'm. Star saying. Wars itself doesn't hold up as a idea.
1: Yeah. But it's just like making that such a focal point was so weird.
2: Why didn't the like, but counterpoint in New Hope, why didn't the, the Star Destroyer blow up the Yavin planet instead of the moon? It waited till the planet was out over around the thing and then it shot them, it was aiming for the moon. If you shot the planet, you destroy the moon. Why? Tension.
1: Yeah, but like they like just could have done w- it in better ways, though, is what I'm saying. Like the way Battlestar Galactic did it, that's way more tension of them like jumping around versus it, it's just so, so I, weird. Like, it, don't give us like a time like that. Like, don't make it so specific that it's a time see, limit. I guess it's interesting that, me. that that bothered you because that time thing didn't bug me at all. It bugged me when it all came to the end. Uh-huh. Because when you have like uh, Rose on the planet with Finn being like in love and she like kisses him, it's like, dude, you've known each other for less than a day. Right. And literally the first thing you saw him do was something you were going to throw him in jail for. Mm-hmm. And he has done really nothing throughout the movie to change that besides doing actions that he had no choice to do. He was never given like a this or this choice. It was she was the one pulling him through the planet when he wanted to stay there. And then they just had to run. And then when it came to the fight, it's like, yeah, he's going to fight or die. Like what else is he going to do? Mm-hmm. Like it and then like that like stuff like that. At the end of the day, that's super weird. And at the end of the day, when you think of only Ray and Luke spending a day and a half, maybe two days if you st- cut the you know the first like half hour of the movie before they set up the 18 hours Mm -hmm. you can say maybe it's a day or two like they just don't actually get i just don't feel like it's realistic time for you to actually make a connection with these people having interactions with the characters i mean sure that's fair i'll give you that but like it's like stuff like yeah that's where like the time thing was just a weird thing to set up because i just don't think at the end mm -hmm. like when you think about everything it holds up as well Mm -hmm. it's like, I can get, like, I can separate the time and think about it separately. And, like, yeah, I get why these things happen, but the film still sets up that thing. And that's what makes it confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't like that they killed Admiral Akbar off screen.
0: See, like, like, and, <laughs> like, come on, man. That, that everyone, that actually, everyone loves that guy. That actually makes me think about, like, really, like Ron, you've been, you've been kind of like referencing like comparisons to like the original trilogy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, like, that was one of the big problems for me about this film. Is because like I felt like it was tr- referencing so many things from the original trilogy, it bothered me to the fact that like I felt like it seemed like they weren't trying to like fall on nostalgia. They weren't trying to like push like oh, remember Luke? Like uh, he's this guy, but he's not this guy anymore because you like you shouldn't be expecting that. But it bothers me that this is a new trilogy. That's referencing so hard to something in the past. And like it makes me think about the first trilogy. Where it's like, yeah, this is episode three, four, and five. They tell you that off the bat. Mm-hmm. This is the middle of a story. Kind of. Kind, kind of. But, like, After that, once
1: the second one came out. Yeah, they they yeah. then then
0: did that. <laughs> but like, but, like that it's a, like it's like you know, the, like everything was up in the air. Like Obi-Wan, like, like Luke for me was a problem in this film because it seemed like he they were trying to make him a main character and that bothered me. Mm-hmm. I wanted a story about Ray Finn uh, Poe. I wanted a story about these new characters and tree I wanted Luke to be treated like Obi-Wan as a mysterious side character from the past. Mm-hmm. But instead it seemed like they added another side story about oh no, Luke's training still needs to be fulfilled. He's not quite there and that bothered me because I didn't want him to be focused on because it just seemed like they were tugging on my nostalgia they're trying to tug on it
2: so my counter to that is i feel like ryan johnson was written into a corner with force awakens i feel that the this this new trilogy was built on nostalgia yes right this force awakens really was like we get you didn't like the prequel series so we're trying to be the original films as much as we can to the point that they're like this is nostalgia a lot and that didn't bug me so much. I knew that they were trying to do that as a way to appease the audience and say, believe us, we understand the soul of Star Wars. Ryan Johnson to me felt like in this film, he's like, We get the soul of Star Wars, now stop thinking about the original series, and I am giving you step by step process to let go. And I think that that's if you, fair. If you gave anyone in the audience a like Luke no Luke plot where he was just a mysterious figure they would be really pissed because all of Force Awakens is leading up to Luke's reveal, right? And I think that Ryan Johnson's like, okay, we can't just say Luke is just Luke. We have to give a way to say Luke is done with our story. And I think that... I think one thing that really stood out for me positively about Luke's story in this film
1: is that was how I imagined Luke would be. I'm I'm fine with Luke's story pretty much throughout the film. Like, my... I didn't have some of the issues that John did. John doesn't like some of the ways they handled, it, at least, like, I know the lightsaber and stuff. Like, they made it such a big deal. Well, like, well, you like, know... That like, was
0: that was a minor nitpick. Like, they put so much focus on the MacGuffin of Anakin's lightsaber. Then mm-hmm. the beginning of the film, the film was, like, really <laughs> tosses it. It's like, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, are we going to come back to that? Are we going to come back to you reacting to... Your father's lightsaber that you lost when you he cut off your hand, or like, and you gonna, found out that he was your father. You know, like, <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of emotion tied to that. That he was just like, like You literally I'm, haven't seen this for like 30, 40 years. And like, I love like, the <laughs> fact that he doesn't react to it in that way because it's, it's
2: not important to him anymore.
0: No, no, but it's important and I get that. I get that. No, but it's just, it was just so weird. It's so, it's so, weird. it's so jarring. Right. Especially like if you told me to watch Force Awakens and immediately watch, uh, sure. Last Jedi, I'd be like, Whoa, what's happening? But I also think,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, that's fair. I think that's also true between a lot of the, the genre, of the films. Like, if you go between one to the next, the 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 genre
1: and the tone switches so much between it's these It's so films. weird, though, because these movies take place seconds after each other. And Whereas that's the okay other ones, there's years in between. Right. That's just like, you know like, yeah. know, like, that was just such a weird, like, oh, like, you know, he's like, at the beginning, Finn's still, like, in his back to tank, like, weird right. thing. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, and that, like, that was funny. Like, there's stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of? Finn in this movie and his storyline and I his thought, story in general, so, not just him as a character, but his story. So
2: Finn's story was interesting to me. Cause I thought that they kept, I, I, so actually looking at some of your notes, John, you mentioned that Finn felt like he wasn't the Finn that we knew in the last
0: film. I felt like he was too much like the Finn we knew in the
2: last film. And that's the thing that I liked about it is that in, in conjunction with the theme of failure in this film Finn only cares about the people that he knows, yeah. which yes. is Ray. He's not a rebel yeah. until the end of this movie. And his whole journey is him understanding why it's important to be a rebel. He rebelled against the First Order for his own reasons in the first film. Mm-hmm. Now he's against the First Order's because he has a reason to be. And I liked that progression. I think that um, there was some timing issues, like whether or not Rose and Finn's kiss was earned. <laughs> is debatable. I'm totally okay with the fact that like a minority couple gets to have a, a moment on screen. Great. You know, like, and I'm totally okay with the fact that like she initiates a kiss and it's not him. Great. I think that could we have had a few more moments between them to build that moment up? Sure. But I also wonder, like, I think back, and I, I keep relating it back to the original series is like how many people were like upset that Han Solo got with leia in empire strikes back right but that's
1: that's not a upset they wanted to luke over her it wasn't a my, was, i'm upset because it just doesn't make sense for her to like like make that initiation that's that's more my issue sure. and leia. i just also hate everything to do with the casino planet why why i did find you that, that just such a waste of time why because it was just like it was shoehorned to give finn something to do because nothing came out from it. Yeah, it
2: did. Like, everything as far as out for the
1: story, nothing came yes, out. Yes, everything
2: came
0: out of it. Explain.
2: So, okay, so first of all, we establish a, a thematic purpose with that planet, right? Which is that since the end of Return of the Jedi, the order of the world has not actually changed, right? Thematically, that hasn't changed. And that is a big part about Luke's issue is that Luke's failure is that the world hasn't changed after everything he sacrificed. So that plan is a thematic full point of that. The whole plot of them going to that planet, finding, you know, like, whether or not, like, how they find the hacker, they could have done it on a space station. They could have done it wherever you wanted to do it. They get it. But, like, the point of them doing that is because, in the end, Admiral Haldar's plan was perfect. And they fucked it
1: up. Which is another frustrating thing Which, of, like, it's frustrating that I know that like Poe was on you know, the negative side and he wasn't mm-hmm. getting information, she still should have said something knowing he's a hotshot, that he would do something. Nope. And this was also the other thing. Let them have a scene where th- this would have made it better for me because I think that's stupid. I think that's a dumb way to do it. Give it a scene where she tells him his plan and he still thinks it's dumb and still does this because then that's making him a, a rash decision. Her just not telling him just seems like just such a weak reason to like go and do something where i just like i just want that he can still do the same thing but i want him to rebel against her mm-hmm. not just because he's a hot shot and she you know didn't let him do something that just seems dumb from her perspective knowing he makes rash decisions and does things that he shouldn't and that's why she's not telling him but also that is the reason she should have in the you know it's like one of those like It's like self-fulfilling prophecies. She's like, I'm not going to tell you because I I know you're going to do something rash and make a bad decision. But because she does that, he also still does exactly what he does. Right. And you can still have him do that, but let her know the story so that he's making an actual, like, conscious mistake. So that he can learn from it versus, like, he, I don't think he can learn anything from that knowing he made a mistake because no one told him. They did after after the fact. I know, but after the fact, it's one of those things like make him make the mistake, not accidentally make the mistake. So, I'll, John, you look like you want to say something. Well,
0: like it's like like that's a fair that's like, a fair way of doing it. Uh, yeah, I still had the problem with Haldo not telling her, but like I get why she didn't do it in hindsight mm-hmm. because. You know, like, Poe even, like, makes like makes that statement. Oh, isn't that Holdo, that hot shot, you know, that hot shot, you know, general war hero that did this and that? It's like, oh, and you kind of see that later. Like, oh, she's good with a weapon. She knows how to handle, like, a chaotic situation. And so I think, in like, you know, like, the idea is, like, oh, she sees herself in Poe. Like, and so she knows how troublesome he can be. Mm-hmm. So she wants to mentor him. But that, it's like, I get that in hindsight. But it bothers me that I had to think about that way after the fact. Like instead of like it just explain give me a little something to explain. One it.
2: thing I liked about that is it was a very sneaky way to talk about workplace dynamics for me, which is that you know, we see him he he gets demoted, and then when they do this announcement after Leia is in the coma, right? Like who's gonna be in charge? And he like puffs up like he's ready to take charge, and then like holdos this, and he's like, Oh, General Holdo, like this is a person I know of, and then he sees her and he's like oh it's her she's got pink hair she's wearing a dress he's like who the fuck is this right i feel like in
1: their universe they wouldn't care what she but
2: but but we're establishing the fact that he's like oh i don't i don't believe in this person because of what i'm seeing and then he's then he doesn't believe he doesn't trust in her rank he doesn't trust in her experience because she's a woman essentially yeah and she's like i don't need to justify myself because i'm admiral and you're a not even a captain at this point, right? He doesn't have any military rank to justify. Which using is like information. such a like, I, just, it's, and I like that because I like that because it forces him to recognize that there's more going on in this war than just being a hero. Right. And that like his attitude that we see is like, we have to do these bold sacrificial methods in a war where we are outgunned, outclassed, outnumbered. You know, and I think that maybe I I would agree that maybe if we had heard her plan earlier, even if it wasn't in context of Poe, like if we had heard any moment where we got that she was going somewhere and then Poe was acting and we're like, no, Poe, don't. Then we had that thematic tension. But what I did like is that Ryan Johnson was able to give us a character who we love. And he was making choices that are like one thing that I saw in this movie was uh, toxic masculinity. And Poe exemplified that for his issues, but in a way that we didn't just immediately go, oh, you're a villain and an idiot. We just understand that he failed and he could be better.
0: And I get that. I totally it, like it's I like I totally think that's a valid point. Uh I was just like thinking about it. Like think of like war room situations mm-hmm. with like Leo or Maz um Maz Moth Maf, Moth... Maz moth, <laughs> Maz <Yeah. laughs>. Like every female in a war room situation dresses so well like they're in a dress like and like every single man is either wearing like a pilot jacket like an engineer's like like all the guys are like blue collar guys and it's like and like i just so like for me like like you know like the 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 whole the workplace harassment that's totally valid Mm -hmm. but also like for me like it didn't bother me that she was supposed to be implied to be the prissy uptight Mm -hmm. like female leadership because She dressed exactly the way everyone every other female dressed in this series. That's totally valid. And so I was like, it's like, yeah, she looks like Leia's like Maz Like Yeah.
1: It's like one of yeah, it's it I don't I never took it as like him. You know, he's always gonna he would, you know, he butted heads with Leia and stuff. Like he was always gonna butt heads. It was just frustrating that like she couldn't see that being the evolved, you know, version of his character. Mm-hmm. She couldn't see and understand and try to help him in an obvious way that I just you you would understand that if she was in that same situation, she would have made the same decision. Like why put our characters into like I that, that's just weird. It's weird whenever you have a mentor character that doesn't tell who they're mentoring, like doesn't actually help them in ways that <laughs> like because this was like such a big failure that caused so many issues mm-hmm. that like it just became like, yeah, he learned something from it. But, like, she let a bunch of people die so that he could learn a lesson.
2: But I don't think she did let anyone die. Like, I didn't think she, she acknowledged the fact that he would have done this sort of mission. She would have expected him to want to get the fighter pilots out there and fight them, right? And also, I didn't think her as a mentor. I thought a Leia was. And I thought she respected Poe out of respect for Leia, hmm. right? And I didn't see her as being a mentor to Poe as much as being like, I don't owe you anything.
1: Yeah, I think it's also weird the situation in a dire situation where they're at when they take even if he just lost his rank, Mm -hmm. someone who was high ranking to just ignore them, even if military because it literally just happened. But it's also in a crisis time that that's just like a weird like there's just weird side things like there's just that's that's my problem with this thing as a whole. There's just so many like little things that aren't major but when you like they add all up it just is like it makes it a movie that should be a 9 for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's my like an average score for a Star Wars film for me should be a 9.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like you know if it's 10 it's like fantastic kind of thing. Like the fact that even like even if i after watching this and thought about more gave it an 8 that's still not good enough for what i think a Star Wars film should be. Sure. And like that's just where the ranking in my head is like I enjoyed a lot of parts of this movie. There's a lot of funny stuff. There's a lot of great things, but like at the end of the day, this should have been an easy nine and it wasn't. It's so interesting. Cause it's just like, for me, like I, maybe it's just like, I
2: accept star Wars as a space opera, meaning that everything is going to be exaggerated. Right. So a lot of these like smaller issues to me, just never computed when I watched this film. And I guess I also, maybe it's a filter from like coming away from, the prequels that just like destroyed me for loving star Wars. (laughs) That like this film was just like, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm curious, but like moving on, let's talk about, um, let's talk about Snoke.
1: (laughs) Like what were your feelings about Snoke? I thought this is again, just a shitty answer to a big question. Like who is Snoke? I think it's important. Like how can you, you know, basically just killing him after Mm -hmm. a couple scenes, showing that he's super powerful if he was the one that connected Rey and Ren, Mm -hmm. him be insanely powerful as a, you know, force user, you know, whether it's Sith or whatever, you know? And to just let him, you know, obviously it's the classic, you know, uh, hubris killed him because he wasn't paying attention to what was going on in front of him because he was focused on something 10 feet away. But not spending any time on how this guy who is just gone, built an entire resistance empire force, mm-hmm. the likes of what we spent basically three movies watching Palpatine do. Mm-hmm. That just seemed so crazy to me. And I just felt very like I didn't need, I didn't need three movies of it. I needed to just understand who he was and what he was going for. All it seemed that he wanted was Ren to kill Rey, and then be like, cool. Like there's no resistance anymore. And it just seems so, like, you know, basic. Like, mm-hmm. it seems so small that, like, I just... It just seems so crazy to me. I just felt like that was super... And, you know, like, if he's still alive, it's going to be dumb, too. I don't think he's alive. I mean, Darth, Darth Maul got cut in half and he's still alive. But
2: he was only alive in the, like, extended universe stuff. <laughs> but that's still canon. Some of it. The Clone Wars
0: is. But, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but, but I mean, and, you know, but, just, but I mean for like most viewers... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But, like... Go ahead, John. I want to hear your side, too. I... So I feel kind of opposite of Rob. Like, I'm fine with him dying. I'm fine that I don't... It does bother me that we didn't get to know anything about Snoke. Mm -hmm. Purely based off of how much screen time he got in the first one. And how important of an imposing figure he was. Um... And like and that that just comes to the problem with me watching like if you told me to watch Force Awakens, then immediately watch Last of Jedi sure. jarring. Just yeah. completely jarring, just to, like lose him like that, that quickly. Um, I honestly like always thought he was gonna die in this film. I thought they were gonna do something like weird yeah. like that. I'm totally fine with
1: him dying. But, and and this is again, it's tough too, because like this is the second part of a trilogy. There might be parts that we don't know and I, get, yeah. and I get answered. I just and we might get the answer to that. It's just they put so much, you know, there was like so little but so much focus on him in Force Awakens. Just like there was with like Palpatine, you mm-hmm. know, in the early movies, or
0: the well, you know, he only oh, Pal- you know because Palpatine only shows up as a figurehead in Empire Strikes Back, but even then, a little bit.
2: Yeah, only a little bit.
0: Only a yeah. little bit. But, but, like, but we, we got it. such and a then, big and then, and then taste we got Snoke, and even and
1: for- you know, even though he dies at the end of you know Return of the Jedi, we still got a lot from him, and we got him. Mm-hmm. I still just didn't really get Snoke. That's fair. I think that.
2: You know, like, one thing that we forget sometimes is that in the original trilogy, we never learned how Palpatine became Emperor. It's never talked about. We never get his motivation other than he wants to rule the galaxy. Yeah. Right? And so Snoke felt sort of like a mirror of that to me. Um, I don't think we're done with Snoke's narrative. I think Snoke is dead. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he is too. I think, I think it'd be dumb to bring him back. I think he's dumb. I, I like the fact that they killed him. I thought it yeah, was I'm great totally to fi- fine with that. finally see the story that a Sith apprentice always kills their master. Yeah. Like, we've never seen it. We've talked about it. Yeah. So it was nice to
1: have that happen. Um, I agree that it would have been nice to have any clue about Snoke. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a long thing. Just something. Just something more than like, yeah, it just, I don't know. But I also wonder if it's
2: one of those things, like any answer probably wouldn't work. Right. It's one of those things I I feel that that maybe answer
1: than no answer though. Like I would have a, like for me personally, I would rather have a bad or mediocre answer than no answer. That's fair. I think that like as an audience, we, because of how ingrained
2: culturally star Wars is into our, our world that like, you know, the prequel series gives us the rise of Palpatine, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though we never and really... The rise of Vader. We never needed the rise of Palpatine, no. right? But we, we got it. And I think that with Snoke, it's one of those things, like, any answer would have felt like it was hollow. Like, is he a clone of Palpatine? Lame. Is he a... You know, like... Anything, I, I struggle to wonder, and I feel like Johnson I would have loved if it was something where it's like he was,
1: he was a you know, someone who was on the outside because the galaxy is huge, they, yeah. You know, like even giving him a a story of like he's no one like they kind of gave Ray, mm-hmm. give us that, but like show, like give us one more scene of his power because seeing the like where he did like the reflecting lightning off the <laughs> ground thing, and like you know, like <laughs> there were things where it's like, yeah, they showed his strength, right? but they didn't give us any context for that strength. And then, you know, it, it, I just wish there was a better way. They showed off his hubris for the death too. Cause I felt like that was a little, like it was fine for me for the most part, but it, it could have been a little better. Hmm. I wish there had been a little bit more hubris in that moment. Kind of. Cause it was just like, I, I wish that it was like, they had got more of a one up on him versus like him not noticing something. Like well, them tricking
2: him. So what was interesting to me is that how much that scene was was shot in a way that we saw Kylo focusing so hard not to be read. Right? There's so many shots in that scene where if you watch, he's trying to not give anything. Snoke anything to work off of because yeah. Snoke is this sort of omiscipant figure. Yeah. And so I thought that was really interesting that like we couldn't as an audience also know kylo's plan because if we needed the plan snoke would know the plan right and yeah, so i yeah. liked i like that and for me i also one thing i appreciate about that is it got rid of the emperor apprentice yeah and, like and and back and forth kind of like that thing was we've done it yeah you know and so it's nice to also see like give kylo a chance to be a villain now yeah
1: and i'm hoping that they take that and they run with. yeah him. we get to watch just the pure uncontrolled you know, Sith Lord person. Right. Which also is such a weird thing. Cause I just don't feel like at this point with having Hux and Kylo, like anyone would follow them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you know, like Snoke had that aura right. of leadership and neither of those guys do. Yeah. Because like, and Hux kind of does, but Kylo's always there to make him look like a bitch. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. well, like, I, don't, Hux, I don't think because I don't
0: like, think Hux Kyle needs to really be there for Hux to look like a bitch because at right. the beginning of that film, it was
1: pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's like when you have that the speech at the end of the first movie, mm-hmm. Force Awakens, like, yeah, oh man. Like, and that's John, me and John were talking about, like, John, like, I wish that Hux was, he became like, oh, what's the um, general from the original trilogy who was a big deal who was in. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, um, Admiral, uh, uh,
0: th- 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 is
2: it? Oh Jesus! Why am I forgetting this right now? New Hope. Oh, who oh. took
1: Credit for the death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, but he, yeah, what? Yeah, well, whatever. Like, just like him, like he was a competition to Darth Vader. Right. Yeah. In fact, and even in New Hope, just, he felt like he was Darth
0: Vader's superior. Like yeah. Vader, Vader, release him! It's like, oh yeah. shit!
1: He yeah. took orders like, from like, him. That's what okay. I want Like I want Hux to be that, and it's just like I just don't feel like them as organization could have any like control over it. those two and now I'm,
2: in, I'm curious to see where they go with this i think that one thing they've tried to establish in this movie is that kylo ren has the potential to be even more of a of evil than vader ever was right like luke nearly having that moment of hesitation and turning on his lightsaber to me in the narrative there that means that here's a guy who brought vader back who knew he could bring Vader back. And for a moment, looking into Kylo's mind and the future of Kylo had, he was willing to kill him. This is also something
1: I was thinking about today that might not be true. mm -hmm. Was Snoke manipulating Luke? Totally possible. And that was a thought I had too. Hmm. Because it just seemed so out of character. And with Snoke obviously having so much control over two people at once, showing them two different images, Mm -hmm. like him just showing one person one image. Right. I'm... And so for me, how I registered that moment was that Luke
2: saw a potential of darkness beyond Vader in Kylo, right? To an unredeemable level. And I think that what
0: I hope they do in the third film is that Kylo
2: has to be an utter monster.
0: Oh, like if you just look at it, you have Darth Vader as lawful evil. You have the Palpatine Snoke as neutral evil. Kylo Ren has to be chaotic. He evil has to be. And be and that's all he's evil. been so yeah. far, right. too. And like he he's t-
1: been he's been like chaotic neutral. Right now, I think he's moved.
0: He has to be.
1: And I think that if
2: they if they back down and they try to do a redemption story for Kylo Ren, they're at this point. It's at this yeah. point, what they've done. If they do that, it's going to make it a mess. I yeah. feel like Johnson has forced the hand to make it that Kylo Ren has to be this uncontrollable yeah. evil.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. And no no only redemption. redemption, maybe at like the last like Darth Vader kind of thing. If like, that. Yeah. If that. But it's just one of those things where it's like. Like, I was just listening to people talking about, like, the only way this can end is with, like, them defeating Kylo. And, like, Ray can either die or survive from that. But, like, that's how it has to end at this point. Yeah. Like, and that's just, like, it's kind of a bummer. Like, I want, I like, and, you know, that's obviously, you know, what classic narratives, like, this mm. would end like. But I just want it's fine. Sure. Don't have... Kylo have a redemption story. That was, you know, one of the biggest things, like, oh, it's an obvious, like blah, blah, blah. Sure, whatever. But you have to push him now. Yeah. Like, if we go oh, back yeah. now, no. no. No, I totally agree <laughs> no. with that.
2: If 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 Kyle if we go back into a, a redemption story now, this is gonna be cause co- this is gonna cause issues unless they're just super smart about it. Yeah. But to me at this unless point the next
1: movie's like six hours long. <laughs> and to me at this
2: point, Kylo just has to become the most dark force we've ever seen. Yeah. And he has to do things that you know, like, or, I mean, you know, he killed Han Solo, right? Like, and he's he, old, he in his mind,
1: Leia is dead. Right. Yeah. I don't think he knows necessarily. And that that's an
2: interesting that. thing. I'm really interested about how they're going to handle Leia. I just, it's
1: going to be in the text crawl. It has but to you be. No, know it's going to no. be. It's
2: either is the text crawl, they're going to open with a, like a, a memorial. Like, yeah. she died. Yeah, she died. And yeah, well, that's what she's I'm saying. She's a martyr it's, now. It's
1: text crawl. First scene is the funeral. It has to be. And it's, which is like, I feel like, I like, they set up the scene so good when mm-hmm. he's looking at her mm-hmm. and he knows that she's there. She can feel him, he can feel her. And he doesn't shoot and they shoot and she gets blown up. That would have been so powerful at that moment for her to die at that point.
2: I agree. I that's one thing yeah. I agree on and I think that I I nearly started to well up with tears when that happened because it was so shocking. Oh, I yeah. was like,
1: especially for him because you're in that moment with him. Like it, I I felt like you were in that moment with Kylo. Right. And, <laughs> and just I would have
2: I would have been okay with that, but as a as a human and a filmmaker, I totally understand. Like, they could have edited the film to do that after she passed away. Totally, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I bet they didn't plan on you know, no one could have planned on that. No, no, no. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There was probably plans for where Carrie Fisher would go in the third film, but that was the thing where, like, after she passed, you couldn't do that, right? You couldn't just like pop Carrie Fisher off like that. That would just seem cold. I don't
1: think it would have at all. I, I think, think it's, it, I think it's it, weird to have like a CG version of her in space, wake up and pull yourself
0: towards the. Because because that because that, that that moment's just so it's so palpable. It's mm-hmm. so because like because yeah, you're like he's not he's, gonna, he's not gonna do it. He can't do it. He doesn't do it. Because then then, then you get that little moment of short breath and immediately right. his side right. guy is just like and you, s- just shoot it and you go. Like, oh no! Like and like it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's emotional because you get literally what happened. Like an uncontrollable
1: force taking away someone. Right. Yeah. When you didn't choose that. To, you know what I mean. I mean, that
2: is the one moment in the film that I could have seen different. Um, and that I will, like, that's definitely the biggest thing. Like, I'm okay with her pulling herself on the ship. I have long said that Return of the Jedi's biggest flaw is never giving Leia powers after
1: they spent <laughs> so much of Empire Strikes Back yeah. suggesting she has powers. Yeah, yeah, I was totally fine with her doing that. It was just like, it's just, But you know, I think it's a, a, it's as a very reaction,
2: emotional moment, I think that, that felt very slingshotty, right? Like yeah. we like we got this huge emotional spike, and then we would re- pull it back real sudden. And I, of all the red herrings in this film, that was the one that felt manipulative to me. Yeah, yeah. and I would, I totally give
1: you that. Yeah, um, let's talk about. So, what is what is your take on the Kylo Ray scene where he says that her parents are nobodies that they sold her? Well. My first initial reaction to that is how he
2: says it is a classic example of abusive relationship.
1: Which is something Snoke has talked to him about earlier in the film with that, how to manipulate people
2: emotionally. Yeah. He is literally telling her that she is worthless and the best thing she could ever do is be by his side. And that is like a classic manipulative, like horrible relationship. And then so that's really powerful. And the fact that she's like, no, I'm better than that. And I'm split because I want it to be true. Yeah. I Because thematically it is true to me in that movie that destiny be damned. Anyone mm-hmm. can be a hero. Yeah. Right. And I think that that sort as of as long this, as you have the force. Well, right. But I think that this, well, not even, you know, I, I like, know but you, like, you you but like <laughs> that we spent so much of the prequel series with this prophecy that never really got answered or yeah. filled right yeah. and so this they were film, looking
1: for that so hard they were that looking for it so it so people.
2: hard and that ray we as an audience have like you know if you look on youtube everyone's trying to justify why ray is so powerful and i love the thematic through line that ray is powerful because she is yeah right ray is powerful because she is the next beacon of hope yeah. right doesn't matter if she's a skywalker um but because how he says it I am so worried that the third film is gonna. That gives them the chance to be like to pull it back. To pull it back, and I just don't want them to.
0: Well, (laughs) you are Anakin's clone baby. Right. right. Well, the only thing that the only thing
1: that I noticed that might not necessarily mean anything was the only like the only other people we see that interact with each other in some kind of Force vision that physically interact are Luke and Leia.
2: And I that was my assumption. When this when they started doing those those force connections, like, oh, Ray and Kylo are brother and sister because we've seen this connection before. And I think that was the intention, is to make you think it. And then Snoke's reveal of like, ha ha, that was me. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> right. But like, then
1: but then it's weird though, because then Luke and Leia have a connection. It's like, but Snoke was already dead at that point. But so Luke and
2: Leia already have had this connection. They've had it since Empire Strikes Back,
1: right? And that's what I'm saying though. Like the only people we ever see are like two very specific like these are Force like siblings right and And so that's you know i not might not mean anything but that was like for me like huh They they say that again but it's like but do you mean it right like it was just another like it might not necessarily be that but it was another like "Hmm, that seems way too specific not to necessarily mean anything right i
2: felt like they were leading up to the fact that they were siblings and then the you know the
1: reveal is that they're not right and so it's still one of those things like is this a double cross yeah right Mm -hmm. and because there's so many things in this movie that are like that. Right. That are like, oh, this is what you think it's me? Oh, it's not. Oh, this is what you think it's me? Oh, it's not. Eh, it's <laughs> yeah. Eh, eh, and eh. so and like, it just seems like it's just still one of those, like, I wanted a hard answer. And I think we'll get a hard answer in the third film. But I wanted it from this, like, <laughs> now, because they made it seem like they wanted to get, like, it's just, again, like, everyone wanted the answer. I, we're not going to give it to you. No, no. I really Because hope her being nothing, I totally am with it. Yeah. And I hope, I hope they stick with that gun. Like, they, I hope that
2: shot stays.
0: Yeah.
2: Cause it's gonna, again, like, if they do it in the third film and they do a, a switch up on us, like, they have to earn it. And it's gonna be real hard for well,
0: me. I, I was hoping that, like, Snook was gonna do that Javert thing from Le, Le Miserable. He's like, I was born in the gutter, too. And <laughs> so ray be like, oh shit. <laughs> like, right. Oh, we're gutter babies. I should join the dark side. But she's like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm,
2: Ray's journey in this one was interesting to me. I thought that, this was the first time in Star Wars for
1: me that I could believe the temptation of the dark side. Totally, yeah. I thought that I thought Luke, it was weird that Luke was so specific about her not being put through the ringer like he was. Uh-huh. When you literally have the exact like the exact same. She has the pit. He had the the right. the cave, yeah. and him not wanting her to do that, and it just being like. Yeah, like, I think that That was again another one of those things like, like John was talking about. Like Luke wasn't actually a mentor. Like it's obvious that it just felt like he still didn't know what he was doing mm-hmm. when we kind of expect him to at this point. And obviously, you know, the novels that we know about of what happened after aren't real. Right. Like those kind of things. But you just think that like if him if he was gonna start an or- a Jedi Order, he would have some of these <laughs> things figured out. I think he did. And obviously obviously it they didn't know everything because it fell, but that was right. also still his fault. Um I think he
2: thought he knew everything and I think that the Jedi Order falling apart on top of the fact that like you're, you know, like thinking of Luke's journey, like your your mentor lied to you about who your father was. Obi-Wan, oh, Obi-Wan yeah. lies straight up. Straight up lies. He
0: did a soft lie. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> he lies, you know, and then you learn that your father is like the worst person in the universe and Yoda is even sort of like
1: Yoda's a fucking crazy person. Yoda's
2: crazy. And also Yoda Which straight is up a- is like, you're replaceable. And you know, he is, he's like, yeah. if you fail, there's another, <laughs> right. And then yeah, after, right. after yeah. you destroy, yeah, after we- you destroy the empire and you go about your life, suddenly everything you fought for is wasted because it's all back to square one. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, the one person you, you know, you try to start a new Jedi order, it fails in death and misery. Like, it makes sense to me that he's in the just place he's in. give us the Knights
1: of Ren. It's obvious who they are now. Oh, just yeah. show no, was,
2: us them. Just give it to us. Yeah, that was weird that we didn't see any of them in this movie. And right. I think that was like. <laughs> it was
1: such a weird. At first, I was like, oh, maybe the guy's behind Snow. Right. The red, They just killed them. All. I was
0: like. And then if they're like, oh, yeah, those are the Knights. Come on, guys. Jesus. I wish he didn't do a... He wasn't doing, like, a New Jedi Order. Like, he wasn't training. I, I wish it was literally just him training Ben.
2: Uh-huh. Like, yeah, versus, like, a bunch of... Because,
0: like, the, that whole, like, moment of weakness that they talk about, like, it's like, for that one moment, I saw what like, what Ben could be, and, like, he pulled out his lightsaber and he was like, oh, shit, for, like, a moment, Luke Skywalker was going to kill his, like, his nephew? Like, right. oh, shit. Like, like, that's nuts. Like, that's... Like, it's like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like as like a story for Luke, but at the same time it's like, no, for Luke, I want him to have a happier ending than this.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's always the like, yeah, me and John have been talking about this a lot with like the retconning of like old stories that make the people's like their happy ending, not happy anymore. Right. Like just turning all of their happy endings into really (laughs) shitty endings, you know? And there's been a lot of other movies that have like been Mm. making more that like, when you look back, you're like, I just didn't end good for them, even though it did originally.
2: And I think that's, you know, like something that I was thinking about walking away from this movie is this film felt like it was made for this for this generation. And by that, I mean, like the cynicism in this film is very high. Right. Like life sucks. Nothing's worth fighting for. (laughs) Get over it. Right. Like everything is whatever you do doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. One person. And then it ends with this thing of like, yeah, that's true. But you still should fight. And I thought that was like, those sort of themes felt like it was like, oh, right. This is star Wars. Yeah. No. Right. This is the star Wars that we're going for. And like, you know, like I was thinking about one thing. I know that this is a divisive thing is like, I love the fact that Yoda was brought back. I love that. He was, also know, a I'm puppet. fine. That's I'm fine. That
1: he was brought back. It bothered me that there was enough CGI that counterbalanced him being a puppet.
2: Whereas like almost all the creatures in the movie were puppets.
0: Except like for the, the giant the, dogs, the racing dogs. That was the one creature I think the, in the racing movie dogs that was, and the arctic fox things. No, those were puppets. no, no, every now, every, no, so, they were part, they're part puppets, part CGI, right?
1: Okay, sure, so but it, like that's it's everything like, nowadays, no, but yeah. like the, but it, it was just such a like because there were obvious scenes where the porgs were even CG, sure, versus their puppet form because you could tell, right? You could totally tell where it's just like a weird, like back and forth, and that's just that's just a, an unfortunate. Product of what Yoda has become throughout the series Mm -hmm. is because he's like has five different forms (laughs) throughout the movies he's been in because he has his puppet forms and then he has his like two or three different CG forms. Mm -hmm. Because, like, so it's just like it's weird (laughs) to see him when you like, and obviously it's hard to bring back Obi Wan, Mm -hmm. but like, he felt like as much as he didn't have as much of an impact on Luke, he was the one who started Luke's journey. Right. It would have felt more impactful for him than Yoda. Because I'm fine with Yoda coming back mm-hmm. and basically striking a tree down with lightning, <laughs> which was still kind of weird to me. I have That's like... great. We'll get on that. We'll get that. <laughs> I don't think we necessarily need to talk about that at length. It's just like a weird... It's just another one of those like, whatever. But like... Yeah, there I, was just enough inconsistency, like, and there just didn't seem as many opportunities where they showed off the puppets like they did in uh-huh. Force Awakens sure. for it to feel as integrated. Well,
0: you have to you, me. you have Luke's Island, you know, Jim Henson Island, where you have the, the <laughs> puppet made women, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the 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 four titty the count <laughs> like, like yeah. everything yeah. there was like a puppet or animatronic, but then you get like jumped back to casino planet, like oh, you got CG dogs, so, you got big bright lights, and all that
2: here's the thing about this casino. My one complaint about that planet. And I know this is going to be the weirdest thing ever. Pod racing? I thought it was going to be yeah. pod racing. Straight up, right? How <laughs> awesome would that have been? I, though I, I, I actually,
1: almost wish it was. I wish because, it was because it would have been like, oh yeah, like because it's so weird. Because it's because like, it's, it's, it's 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 too like parallel for it not to be. Right. So the fact that it's not makes it seem like it should have been. You right. know, like they specifically didn't make it pod racing. And yet. I,
2: you know, like. I'm okay with the you know the abuse of animals and like you know the orphan children like, like okay I'm, with the abuse of animals. Well like as, the a thematic, as a thematic <laughs> <laughs> as <And> a thematic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, cut us off now. Yeah. No, but like thematically I get where they did are going with that, but man, when they stepped onto that balcony and the racetrack appeared, I just wanted a pod just, racer you just,
1: to go you right. And
2: I just and I and then I just wanted it to be like the pod racers to get out of their their thing and like their slaves mm. right then there. And that would have been like great. Like, right. you know, like we can acknowledge that the prequel series was terrible, but let's like, there's a few times that they acknowledge the prequel series in this one. Like, Luke
1: just like straight up talking about the hypocrisy of the Jedi Order. Well, and then Darth Sidious, like, he even calls it that versus right. like Palpatine, Yeah, you know, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Emperor, you know, no, not a Sidious. Like, oh, yeah. well, okay. Right.
2: <laughs> and so, like, I would have loved that. That was my one thing. I was like, right.
0: at the casino planet, if it could have been pod racing.
2: It would have been great. <laughs> I was like, oh
0: you know, like that part. I was white knuckling for Padres. Like, even like on the on the casino planet, where they're like, oh, he's got a red plume and he's gonna, he's a big gambler. Oh shit, it's Lando, right? The right knuckle, like, follow the plume. Where, where's Lando? <laughs> it's like, That's not Lando. All right, all right, all right. Which is actually <laughs> really funny
2: because, like, I remember there was an interview with Ryan Johnson. He's like, there was no, sp- there was no place in the story for Lando to show up, and given where Del Toro's character goes in this. It would really have sucked if that was Lando. Well yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> it would have been good. I feel like it could have still worked though. It was just would've been it awful. It, Cause then it was
2: just like if it it talking been about like characters like it
1: would have been cocktails, but it also would've been like,
2: Oh no, I see what you're saying. Got it. Instead of Del Toro's character being but the guy that they didn't get was yeah. Lando. Yeah, exactly. I totally would've yeah. been okay right? with that. Right? Totally okay <laughs> yeah. With that.
1: yeah, him be the one who was the actual person they were looking for. Yeah. yeah. That would Which have been. That was also a weird thing. The Maz Kanata thing was super weird. Right. Like, why did she have to be fighting someone? Like, to make because like they are already on a time crunch. They didn't need to make her on a time crunch. Yeah. Too. Like it was just like a weird like. Oh, I guess okay. they they
0: had to explain why she couldn't help them. She and, had like a floating GoPro following her for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's Also, like <laughs> she
1: could have been far away. Like they have a time crunch. It's not like right. she could have got them. Necessarily. it was just you know just weird stuff. <laughs> you know, sure. it's just like it was no, just I such totally a weird have. way
0: to shoehorn her character into it. Like. Well, we talked about this earlier, how, like, a lot of the humor from, like, the series has been, like, of... Force Awakens and Lash Eye, the humor comes from like awkwardness, mm-hmm. versus, yeah, versus like, like banter or like, right. like yeah, well, yeah, because we were kind like, of
1: like, you don't have any of that R2D2C3PO banter, no, in these movies. It's all like weird, awkward, like humor. It's like, very modern like, humor. The best, literally, the best thing in the movie is Chewie holding the cooked pork. <laughs> yeah. and like that eye movement was like literally <laughs> the best <laughs> acting yeah. in the whole movie. <laughs> it's small, like, then like, I'm like looking down the eye, like, no head movement, eye movement inside of the like Chewy mask, and be like. Oh no. <laughs> and then how they just infest the Falcon. Yeah. Like the porgs, like I was like, I was worried about like there would be like a weird thing. Perfectly integrated. They, There has never been a better integrated, weird little like thing they're trying to sell than the porgs were in that. I
2: had a couple of friends who were frustrated by the porties, but I was like, man, at least they weren't Ewoks. Like right? the plot did they not relate around no, them. They were like, just there. They were, were exactly
1: there. like a pest would be that's just there. And it was so great. Mm-hmm. Like when the one shows up, you know, from like the trailer shot right. of like him growling <laughs> and, like, and he's like, what the hell? Yeah, he pushes, <laughs> him aside. Yeah, he pushes him aside and then he just keeps getting up and then there's
0: more. And he's like, what the heck is going on? It was it was great. Yeah. Like I loved all that stuff. And I thought it was super fun. Yeah. The humor with the film was really good. Just yeah there was some yeah.
2: complaints that I read that people didn't like, but i I loved the opening with Poe just like
1: trolling Because no, no, like, it's, it's exactly what he did in the beginning of the first one, yeah. yeah, like he just he 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 is not afraid of anyone right because it's it's again, you know, he isn't worried about himself, right,
0: you know. Yeah. any jabs at the first order he can take, he'll do
1: it. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So think, like that stuff was great. <laughs> it was such a like, it was such a weird like meta thing too, of like, how does their technology work? Like, would that even be a thing right? there? Like, you know,
2: <laughs> you know, to be honest, like my biggest critique of this film for me was that it was
1: almost too much empire strikes back for me,
2: that which is so
1: funny. Cause I haven't, I haven't heard that about any review. Right. Everyone's like, it's not empire. And that was the thing is like, there was just too many
2: like similarities for me, that, yeah. I'm not I'm not bothered by it, but like as someone who wanted Force Awakens to be sort of like, we understand you trust us. In now going we're going to go a different like like they definitely it felt like this one was still trying to like push us towards a different was the transitional difference. I was like, you know, OK, yeah, rebels are running away from a base.
1: They're under attack in space. You literally have, like, the hot scene. Oh, but it's not uh-huh. It's not
0: snow. It's salt. Oh, come on. It's salt. <laughs> oh, God, it's on. salt. Why yeah. the fuck did you taste the ground? Right. <laughs> <laughs> why that would you care? Thing.
1: It could have been poisonous, <laughs> if it wasn't, If like, it wasn't cold, why would like, like, you lick <laughs> it? It could have been poisonous, dude. <laughs> like, I mean,
2: I did like that, you know, like, they. that was a pretty clever, like, the shot the guy walking across. It, like, sets up that Luke isn't Luke when we see him because he doesn't leave any footsteps. And, like, there's lots of, like, moments I like that. I have weird
1: things of that scene, too.
2: Great. Let's Come go do uh, it. Let's do it. You want to do that? So
1: as far as how the film ends, mm-hmm. it shows Luke disappearing and dying. Mm-hmm. Why isn't he there in the first place then? Why doesn't he do what Obi-Wan does with Vader if he's going to die anyways?
0: Especially when he says, if you strike me down now, I will be with you forever.
1: Right. It's so strange to not have him there physically. To do that because they've established like that he could have gotten there because they because you know Ray gets there and you see his it would have been great to have fight. another like scene of him pulling his X wing out even if they didn't do that right. but you know his like they established that his X wing's there and I was like oh, okay cool and then like he shows up and like you know people notice the footsteps and stuff and I I didn't necessarily notice that the first or the I like lightsaber uh-huh. I didn't notice that so it's like I just didn't catch on to it mm-hmm. but then when it definitely wasn't him I was like huh. Strange, like it makes sense why he doesn't get blown up by all the blasters right. and stuff, but then again, they didn't have to just do that, he could have just went and fought him. Like, you know, I'm I'm split on this. I think that because he does die at the end, <laughs> um, or at least we think he does. We, you know? he, he, well, I think we're going bring him back. We're gonna, gonna see him, he's, see him, he's gonna, he's gonna another be a force, character. Ghost. He's yeah, he's be another force character. ghost. He's gonna be a another character, if they bring him back and not a force ghost, like, come on, Man, he's or,
2: gonna be a force ghost. Like, we're not, we're not yeah. done with Luke, he's just gonna be a different role now. I think that. I like the fact that it was trickery and especially because he like tells us at the beginning, I am not gonna go out there with my lightsaber and face down the first order. Yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He makes us believe it because that's his like the narrative of him being a legend. It doesn't matter what Luke totally. does. Yeah. He has the story of Luke is important. Yeah. And so I like that thematically. And I thought that him dying was a way for us to like end his story and move on. Now, could we have had him die? on Kayat. On Kate? Whatever. Kate, Kate. great, 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 Yes. And yeah. that was one of the things, like, did we need him to be an illusion? I thought it was interesting from a, like, force power perspective. I liked how
1: they were just like, we're, we're making this new force power. We're really going to use it a lot, this movie. <laughs> like, right. It was just another, like, yeah, fine, But for whatever. me, like, <laughs> it was
2: like, man, we've never seen
1: a Jedi project themselves across the universe before. Sure, no, yeah. And, like... when you can assume it's not terribly far because... Ray would have had to get there pretty quickly. You know, Lightspeed. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you, know, you know, whatever. But like, so I'm mixed. I I wasn't. I just felt like there was like, there's a couple of times in this movie where I felt like there was just a better way to do it that would have sold it more mm-hmm. that I feel like they should have thought about maybe. And, you know, again, it's, you know, it's, I would it's have not for me to decide, obviously. But. To be. To be fair, I think it would have been stronger if he didn't die
2: directly after. Exactly. If they yeah. had given us a
1: scene exactly like how Yoda had died. where Ray right. goes back to him and he and he, and he yeah. is, and he's passed. Yeah, away. Yeah, because give her, like, and that was another weird thing. He was like, I'm going to teach you three things. He only taught her two things, right?
0: Like, he didn't teach her three things. It doesn't matter, Rob. Unless you count She can lift small the rocks the and she thing. can lift big rocks at the end. It doesn't matter. Yeah. She's <laughs> trained crazy. enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. So it's just like it was just weird things like that where it's like mm. it didn't feel like she ever got any actual training from Luke. It was all her figuring out stuff for herself. Which is also Which is thematically fine. to the film,
2: yeah. right? Like that's whole like Yoda's thing is like, you know, let the
0: young guys figure it out this time, we're done. Right? <laughs> it's like Yeah. I, I I like Luke's death. Yeah. I don't like how it was put into this film.
2: I liked it as a concept. I was thinking,
0: yeah, about like, it as a concept. Because totally. I was thinking I just, about like, man, the order do I, of events do I want different. this in the third film or did I want this in the first film? Like, mm. just that ending of him watching the, the binary sunset, just like, fucking yeah. Like, yeah. that's. Well, like, I, wonder,
1: I wonder if they put this in this movie when they were going to plan it to put it in a third, but they have to do something with Leia for the third movie now. Right. Or if that changed.
0: But it. I, yeah. Uh, like, uh, like, I was going to say, like, I I I I do appreciate that he died because I do want to see him as a force ghost because it makes me think of. Um, do you read Star Wars Legacy? It was a it was a comic series uh, that was set that followed Luke's great uh, grandson. Right, and he his whole thing was that he was like Kylo, just edgy. He was... he he used drugs to deaden his connection to the force, and Luke would always show up to him, going, "What are you doing? Right, like like don't you like why are you deadening your connection to the force? Like like let me guide you, let me like help you." be a better person than what you are. And just like, so I just want to see that, like this like mental trickery, like I want to see Kylo Ren having fucking mental breakdowns in third world film and Luke just like popping in and out going, Hey, like I'm here with you, buddy. Like, like I'm like, like it's like, just like constantly like, yeah, like, just like I want him to be in fucking Kylo's head. Like right. which trying to reach makes out it seem to him, like, like Cause the
1: only thing that you can get from that is him eventually turning him though too.
0: Or you can just do what they do with an uh, avatar with Azula where like the mom taunted her during her mental breakdown, taunted, in quotation marks. I guess.
1: I don't think they'd go right. that route if they did it that way, though. I feel like, if anything, if they're going to use Luke, they're going to use him to actually succeed at something. I
2: feel like mm-hmm. Luke is probably going to be Luke more... Because Luke would have some
1: kind of redemption in that. raised story, because the fact,
2: you know, we have Luke literally say to Kylo, I'm not here to save you. But it, it is,
1: if you strike me down, I will be with you. Right. But, like, I think that whether or not, you know, he saves
2: him is a different thing, like... And it's interesting, yeah, but that's what right. I'm saying
1: that's what I'm saying if they if they stick him to Kylo right I don't think they can have Luke fail again right in that form you know what I mean yeah. like that's more if they stick, her to, stick him to Rey sure whatever yeah. but if they stick him to Kylo in that way I don't think they can't redeem him if, like they can't not redeem him because I, I, then it would just be another failure by Luke that I just don't think would be you know right. satisfying in the grand scheme yeah. of the no, story I totally,
2: <laughs> I totally agree with that
1: because I feel like our
2: third act has to be the hero's victory yeah. right Like, the characters have lost. They lost so hard in this movie, and they've learned from it. the villains got their shit kicked out of them. Like, so let them come into this next film learned, right? (laughs) Like, I'm hoping the third film picks up with the rebellion built. Yeah, I want it
1: to take place, like, a significant amount of time after this one. Because, like, yeah, I want there to be some time. Because there has to be some time, honestly. Right. Like, especially when no one answered them. Yeah, no one answered them. Like, they don't have anyone anymore. <laughs> like, I went. Which just seems so crazy to me. <clears throat> like, just like, I don't understand what's going on in the world and how it works enough that it's just so confusing. Well,
2: I mean, after your entire government is destroyed. But even still. <laughs>
0: even still. <laughs> it's it's you know just, it's just like the
1: idea of like you know you never let the like president and the vice president and like you know the next person all travel together because if one yeah. dies they all die kind of thing like it just seems like they would be smarter than that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so it's just like weird like for them to like obviously it was a system it was like right. seven planets or whatever right. yeah they all got blown up sure but like sure like if they could blow up planets like just because they're next to each other doesn't mean they wouldn't be able to get you know with like previous weapons and stuff so it's just weird
0: i was it's expecting like a right. phone call being like you got a jedi hmm Do you got a Jedi with you? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) We ain't going. (laughs) Is Kyla still alive? Yeah. No, No, (laughs) we can get out of here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So along kind of going like with the section we're talking about, I was really annoyed by the fact that they didn't let Finn succeed in like sacrificing himself and really took away what I think would have been a great way for him to go out with – I don't remember what her name Rose. Rose. Running into, into a ship. Yeah. And also, like, what the fuck was their plan? Like, what a stupid plan.
0: I mean, but that was the point. I get it, but also, like, <laughs> it's just well, so it like, Because well, it was straight up, so what dumb. can they do? They they had nothing to use. There was no way to escape. Well, you know, and even
1: the only reason they almost had a chance was because the Millennium Falcon showed up, which they didn't know was going right. to happen.
2: But, I mean, like, they their plan, for how I registered it, was that... If they got close enough, they could fire in the middle and get it, right? And he realized that he didn't have enough firepower by himself, so he had to use himself. Yeah. And again, I think that falls into the, like, the the flaws of toxic masculinity that talks about in this film is that he's like, the only thing I can do is go down as a glory glorified hero, right? But and I don't Rose think Man, That's, like, what it that's not what you're good. Like, there's more you can do. And I think that her saving him was, again, like, this like idea that sass- self sacrificing heroes isn't what the re- rebellion needs.
0: No, that that's totally. I get like I get her point. Right. What she was trying to get. Yeah, caused, I get her point as a whole, but, but I first felt for Finn's character. But like that whole that whole like that whole moment was us awkward because like like okay like they're they're kind of shooting. They I'm sure they have guns on their ships and but like the first order wasn't like really like shooting like considering how much gunfire like mm-hmm. you know weapons they had like, especially
1: they were... when they just sh- started shooting at Luke yeah and then like, <laughs> like
0: like can like yeah Finn going directly towards that drill is like man none of the first order are shooting him like like no no one's shooting that one ship that's heading directly towards the drill they right. can get them in there and it's like what like what's the first order doing and like especially when the Millennium Falcon sh- uh, comes in it always astounds me how no one can hit the Millennium Falcon <laughs> just... but that's just Star Wars
1: like that's, and I, that's I, I, was, Wars, I wasn't though. bothered by that <laughs> but but it, know, like... but it bothers me that like when you have one against you know what do they have like twenty like ATATs there you know not ATATs but right like not even just shooting at the ground around him when when you see the spot where Luke was right. but they, like it destroyed that terrain like but,
2: I mean like that just for me like I totally get that but it's also like yeah but Luke then, should then, like, never like, have made the, the the Death Star trench like there would yeah. you know like it's one but of then those-
1: give us a moment where it like pays off into something like. To make it, like, not believable that he shouldn't be there anyways and then him not do it in anyways at the but end. Least he had
0: other, like, at least, like, Luke had, you know, like, the other red squad, like, the squadron right. with him, like, shooting at the other turrets, shooting at the other uh, TIE yeah. fighters. There was, like, s- there was a squad there assisting firing.
2: And there was yeah. a squad with him, too. It's just that we get the dramatic extension <laughs> of time.
1: And also, like, they crashed pretty close to those people and they dragged them all the way across that salt <laughs> thing without all getting, getting shot again. <laughs> hold Luke your, showed up. Hold your fire. <laughs> way after. Man. They were already at the door when Luke showed up. Man. <laughs> Man. Like it's just weird things like that that just are like they just feel so unstar like not even not necessarily unstar but so unlike. I expect like a certain level of like you know suspension of disbelief with anything that's sci fi. I guess, I guess maybe that that's was like, like there's just so many like weird things that just stuck out that after a while I just it made me look for things.
2: See that's very interesting. For for me, my my disbelief for Star Wars is that it is a fantasy epic. So like everything is like suspendable to me. Like I'm, it's very easy for me to be like, yes, this is what you're telling me,
1: and like I have that to a point. But it kept doing that so much in this one that it broke me. It broke down what my barrier was, Mm -hmm. and made me really start to overanalyze things because there was just too many.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I just, I didn't have that experience. And so it's really curious to hear that, right? Because, like,
1: yeah. No, it's just... It it's, just seems like such a weird oversight. Like, have him be way farther away and I would have been... Mm-hmm. They were, like, fucking, like, right in front of those ships. <laughs> like, right. they could have just step, took a step and squished them. Like, and they just, they would
0: see them. It's a white, like, ground. They very much contrast that mm-hmm. ground. Like, oh, they would see <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> really with the high ground. They even just, you know,
1: like... <laughs> There was just like there was just a, like one too many, and really like we were talking to one of our friends today, and he was talking about like, yeah, once I saw like the Leia scene when she pulled herself, was enough where it started to make me look at things closer than I should have, mm. and like he was saying that was like the scene that got him to like overanalyze it. And I think there's just too many of those things where eventually you start to overanalyze mm, things. Yeah, that pulled the veil.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that wasn't that scene for me, but it 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 definitely was like a huh, all right, because it was just a that was a meta moment of like, oh, this is how they're getting rid of her. And then it wasn't, you know, that was like an outside of the movie knowledge thing that I thought was happening. And then it didn't. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, what'd you think about Phasma?
2: (laughs) Hilarious. So Phasma was definitely one of those character moments where I was like, did it need to be Phasma? No, no, no. And I totally
1: agree that Phasma was sort of like a, like, they like, I like how they just like, oh, she'll, she'll be on the next one, guys. Don't worry. Like, she's going to be in the next one. Then it's like, no,
0: it's the exact same thing.
2: Like, so for Phasma, my, my critiques about Phasma is they could have sold Phasma by having any one or two scenes of her being there prior to her arrival in the hangar, right? If it was, you if know, she
1: was the one that caught him.
2: If she was the one... She noticed him. Right. If, if she was the one that caught him... the robot. If she was the one that caught him, that could have been a way to do it. Um, If she had been the one that fired the missiles into the cockpit... Yeah, totally. If she yeah, had yeah. been alongside... Yeah, she was the one with Ren. Yeah, like, yeah. there was many ways that we could have just had Phasma in it earlier without being a big role, but enough to acknowledge that she existed. I liked the fact that Phasma was brought back if only for Finn to have his... Finally, yeah. I am a rebel moment. Like yeah. she was the representation of his conflict, right? She was like, she had to be the person that he had to say that to. There's no one else that matters, yeah. right? Because she was his uh, superior. So I'm I'm curious if there's deleted scenes with Phasma prior to that right. that we missed. But I think that her showing up only to die in the same sequence. And died. really <laughs> like Finn didn't
1: beat her. The ship blew up and beat right. her. You know, like you didn't even give him he, a moment.
2: Yeah, I mean like I don't care that he didn't get to kill her. I his his acknowledgement that he was now a rebel for a reason beyond himself is all that mattered to me. No, yeah. it's solid. Yeah. But I think that I agree that we needed yeah. something. Of- they
1: needed to stop talking about her. It's their fault too for this whole thing. Like Star Wars in general. Mm-hmm. Like they kept talking about her because we were like, oh, she was barely in it. But they kept putting her on. Yeah, things. no, no. They yeah, kept totally. putting her out there. Yeah. No, stop it! Stop it! Well, you guys are the reason that this. To be fair,
2: her. Phasma is basically this series is. Boba
1: Fett. Yeah, but Boba Fett does more than she he, ever did.
0: So he, of, at least, <laughs> at least Boba of. Fett was menacing. You know, like he like had interesting menacing moments. He car- he carted around Han Solo's body. It's like it's like we knew what his job was, right? And he did it. Right. And he went out because he got
1: hit, you know, and like fell down a hole. Sure, whatever. He went out like But like, punk. she went out as a punk <laughs> right away and then came back to then go out as a punk again. Yeah. yeah. No, no, like, no, I totally agree. You know,
0: like, 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 you lost against a janitor and they even call him a janitor yeah. in this film. And then you go hand to hand combat with a janitor and still <laughs> lose. Come on. You have armor that can
1: bounce, like reflect like lasers. Uh, lasers. It's like, God, that was such a great <gasps> moment, though, because that was before they ruined her. <laughs> like, when, like, she shoots and, like, like, reflecting like oh yeah. shit like she should sure. like the this fucking Terminator and even scene. the fight scene wasn't that great yeah I, I, yeah. I think I didn't, that I, I didn't like the I didn't really like the fight scene with uh Ren and Ray either not that much I felt like it went on too long. Uh,
0: the back to back fight against the, the guards. Against the
1: I thought it was visually great. Um, I thought it just slowed down like midway through.
0: Hmm. It looked really sloppy to me. I like the sloppy <laughs> see like, I'm tired
1: I'm tired of that kind of thing though because that's exactly what Batman vs Superman did with the Batman fight, like you watch and you're like, oh yeah, it's like gritty. It's like, it's just. But it could
2: be, looking. but it could also be Phantom Menace.
1: There's nothing wrong with the fight scenes in Phantom. Menace. No,
0: yeah, They're <laughs> I know the argument for Phantom Menace is the fact that they're not fighting. They're not trying to strike each other. They're trying to strike each other's sabers. Yeah, like so, like so, it's, it's a court, it's, it, it's a dance. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so
2: choreographed in Phantom Menace that you like you lose all tension. And I like the sloppiness, like because it feels it harkens back to me to Empire Strikes Back with Luke versus Vader in Bespin where they're literally just like slamming their swords against each other because if you have something that can cut through anything what else are you going to do but But slam your swords but then
0: again it just doesn't like it still goes (sighs) I wanted like sloppiness like the raid sort of level sloppiness Ish where it's like I wanted like Ren or Ray just constantly using force push to keep people at a distance so she can, like catch her breath yeah, or something and it's like weird that. It because like, you
1: obviously have like those guards are very well trained, super and it's, and it's still again like you know, they they even specifically talk about why Ren lost the fight in Force Awakens, why mm-hmm. he got beat by Ray. You know, they like they talk about that. There shouldn't be a reason for him to look sloppy in this fight.
2: He didn't he didn't register sloppy to me except for the one moment where he got a guy from behind that got him, right?
1: But like I just don't I just don't believe that Ray should be Ray in that fight was way more in control of what was going on I felt like than Ren was. Interesting. As yeah. far as like her ability and like the number of people she took down in a way that was like of good skill versus Ren mm-hmm. just overpowering people, it just didn't make sense. And like when the- you have trained guards that are obviously there to protect Snoke, who should yeah. be at a level that, you know, are above what we would, you yeah.
0: know. And you granted know. that like even like Snoke talked about like, oh, he's still healing from his wound from uh and, like they, and, they, and the Force Awakens, but it's like it's like they, you they, know, he was he was he was being chokeholded by that one guy that he inst- yeah. insta sabered like for like a long while while Ray was fighting. It's like, man, I just <laughs> Ray, like I mean, Ren, come on, man, just do, force something. Yeah, force like, do, do something. Force. Do something. You, know? you, you, you stopped a blaster <laughs> in mid air in the beginning of the first one. Why aren't you doing anything equivalent to this? Yeah, pick like, up one of their weapons. Like a bunch of them had died at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know, like you know, it's just weird. It's just weird stuff like that where it's just like, I want it to be. I don't know. I don't know what I want from it. It just wasn't. It just like went on too long to where it just started to break down, and that's what I just feel like this whole movie was like. There was just too many things that just broke down things that. If it had, there had been less of it, I don't think I'd have as many issues with it. But I think, in the grand scheme of things, it's still in the middle of the pack for me for all the Star Wars movies. When I think about yeah. rankings, all it's of still them. Bare, yeah, it's still like there's still the definitely like, like all the original trilogy and I think Force Awakens are still like, are still like. There's a big gap between like the bottom half and the top half of sure. Star Wars movies, and I think this is at the top of that bottom half.
2: That's fair. I I you know like. I guess for me, I was just happy that it was—it stopped trying to cater to what people expect from Star Wars, while also not being dishonest to Star Wars. And that's what it felt like to me.
0: I always have the problem with people saying how they define Star Wars. You know, like it's not very Star Wars to me, or like this was very Star Wars. Like I, I, like like Rowan's like idea of Star Wars is very you know space opera. It's like this. Like I don't know, and most other people that have that same opinion sure. like i know people who just think of like has to have jedis has to right. has to have this yeah. and so like rogue one can be an issue if darth vader wasn't there mm-hmm. uh so it's like it's one of those things where it's like i don't feel like i have a definition of what star wars means to me sure it's like and like so when i judged this film i judged it purely of what was given to me and what, what i knew prior that's fair
1: yeah yeah i think there was just enough things where if this wasn't a Star Wars movie, I think I would rate it higher. Uh-huh. But because it's a Star Wars movie, it's not. Like, I was trying to figure this out because I was like thinking about this movie and then I was thinking about Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a better movie than Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. But why do I like Thor so much more? Interesting. And it's just basically based on the expectations of the world that set up because the last Thor movie did not set up any good expectations <laughs> no. for me versus Force Awakens set up a lot of expectations. If this had been the first movie after the original trilogy, or I mean not the original the uh, prequel right. trilogy I always it's always confusing when you say original when I in my mind I think like right. chronologically right right uh I would be much higher on this movie because of what it does but I think Force Awakens is in my I mean, mind such a better movie that it just shows the flaws of this movie I think and it's for me it is very much like watching I was talking to John about this and it's not an exact uh comparison but like the first hobbit movie versus the third hobbit movie uh-huh. <laughs> like I love the first Hobbit movie, but the third one's so, like, it's fine. Like, it's still Tolkien, you know? Like, it's there, Uh but it's, like, kind of. Like, it's just not as, like, narratively strong of a movie kind of thing.
2: I think that that is going to be the challenge, and I think that was something that Ryan Johnson was trying to say to the audience, which is that let the past die. Yeah. Right? And I think that, like, we... That's going to be a challenge for Star Wars always Yeah, is that we have such is such a cultural phenomena that we have ingrained expectations that I don't think this movie could have not been just divisive. I don't think there was, there was no, there was no way this film could have been able to come out, especially after the last one in the amount of time that fan theories got to build up after the last one. That there was no way that people's expectations would not have caused this to be a divisive film for everyone.
1: I I agree to a point. I just don't feel like those are that's my issues with the film. My my issues are I feel like are technical mm-hmm. that are what bother me versus like theoretical kind of which is right and like and that that's where it's weird for that's why I feel like it might be different for me versus what other people why they don't like it. Mine are all very technical things. I feel like that from like story wise regardless of it's Star Wars or not, I just don't think we're good enough.
2: See, that's the funny thing. Cause like for me, technical stuff with Star Wars is if we get into technical stuff. The entire true. series yeah. falls apart. No. But because I feel like it's could. always been
1: one of those things where it's always done so well at that, you know, like it's always been trying to put, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you, you see,
0: that, did you see split?
1: I haven't seen it yet.
0: Like, Cause that's how, cause that's how I feel about split. Cause you don't, do you know what what the secret split is?
2: I I know that it's directly connected to the the superhero verse that he has developed. Yeah, Unbreakable. Yeah, Unbreakable.
0: So like, like you know, you watch that film without knowing that. You know, you go like, all right, that's a pretty decent sure. thriller. Yeah, I like, was like, that was, that was really. Then the, you get the stinger. Well, not the stinger. Just like right then, you get the, the hint that sure. oh shit, this is this is a sequel to Unbreakable. And you go, oh my god, this change like this. Changes knowing that, that, that this is a part of that universe changes the entire experience of the film. Right. And so like, you know, like so like original, like, all right, decent thriller. It's like oh shit. Really interesting supervillain story. Uh Perfect. and so like it's in like really super like really interesting supervillain story. And you're like, wow, like now my opinion of this film is completely different now because now I have to think about it as in something else. Yeah. As completely something else.
1: And, the, and I think it's gonna, you know, kind of beginning to wrap this up. I think it's again the second part of a trilogy. It's hard to say exactly where it's going to go. There will be there's definitely going to be things about this movie that will be better and probably some things that'll be worse mm-hmm. once we know the final end. Yeah, I think that it's going to probably feel a lot like
2: how Empire Stri- Strikes Back felt like to people that like people were still not sure if they liked that movie for a while. And I think that like, you know, a lot of yeah. people were angry that Vader was his father that Han ended up with Leia, that there was a weird spaceworm in an asteroid. Like, what was up with that scene? Like, there's a lot of that moments yeah. that I was reading about. And it's like, I think that this movie will become solidified after the third film. Yeah. I think it is because it is this weird middle ground. I mean, even
1: Two Towers had that too. I think the thing I'm most worried about is that J.J. J. Abrams just pitched the third movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but like, it just doesn't way, seem yeah. like they, like, For as much as you can say that, like, you know, like there were different directors for the original trilogy, like, but like Lucas had an idea, I feel like, of at least the overarching of where it was going to end. And with them, it doesn't seem like they have as much of one. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I just don't like the Abrams starting something, Brian Johnson changing it, and then Abrams trying to like go back and change it again. So I'm just worried about that in the grand scheme of things. Cause that's it, it seemed like that with this movie that they weren't sure and just not. Taking an opportunity to get rid of Carrie Fisher's character, mm-hmm. like, just seems short sighted because it just is. I feel like gonna be under like it's just not gonna feel good enough if they just kill her off screen for right. the next movie. You know, like stuff like that. So it's yeah. just like, I, yeah, it's I, I. It's a worry. It's not you know a for sure of anything. It's just something that I'm. It's in the back of my mind that I hope doesn't happen.
0: I, I don't. I do not envy <laughs> Abrams right now. No, I don't no, envy that
1: but yeah that was our long discussion on Star Wars. yeah go see it. Go yeah, definitely go yeah, see yeah, it like there's I mean it. yeah, there's a lot of things to enjoy about it and it's it's a good movie. I would say it's still a good movie my 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 opinions versus when we've walked out of the theater versus now have softened mm-hmm. and I think they will continue to probably I still think it's always gonna be in the middle for me yeah, that's fair. Cool. That's all we got. May the
2: Force be with you.
0: And also with you.